0: is a new day, a day to start over. Try again. Choose something different. The past no longer constricts. The past is now the stepping stone that uplifts. You refuse to settle for a life less than one you love. You may not be sure how you're going to get where you want to go, but that's okay. You're willing to trust that you'll figure it out. You're ready to break free and move forward. Live a life you didn't know existed because you now choose to write your own story. My name is Kim O'Neill, and on Every Day is a New Day, we'll explore topics that remind you just how amazing you already are, you really are, and that you have infinite possibilities awaiting you, always. We'll hear from really awesome guests and how they got through challenging times in life. And we'll combine the secular with the spiritual, releasing the stigma and choosing to step into all of who we are as we reclaim those missing pieces. The game of life isn't over yet, it's just beginning. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, I am your host, Kim O'Neill, and you are listening to Every Day is a New Day, and the energy is moving. Oh, my goodness. If you could have been on the line with us before the show started... (laughs) Things happening, and you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm so excited to be here with you today and to share the guests that I have with you. They are on a mission, a wonderful mission mission, and so we're gonna get right to it, and I'm gonna tell you a little bit about them, and then we're gonna get to hear from them. So today I'm speaking with Women Up International. They are an organization that is co-founded and co-owned by three powerful ladies who have endured different forms of victimization: sexual abuse domestic violence, and they chose to rise up from the ashes so, so powerfully because they did not want to live a life of victimization. Today, we're going to hear about their individual stories, what helped them move forward, and how they got to where they are now with their Million Women message movement, and what they have to offer you and support you or maybe your loved ones on their journey. So today... I'm speaking with Kaylen Ravency. Kaylen, would you say hi? Hello, Kim, so good to hear your voice. <laughs> Same with you. And we have Becky Norwood. Becky? Hello, and I'm happy
1: to be here, thank you.
0: Awesome, and we have Amy Ballin. Amy? Hi. hi, Kim, thank you so much for having us today. Absolutely, so before we get started, um, Will the three of you share with us, where are all of you from? Because you're not even all in the same location.
2: <laughs> uh, no, well, it's I'm kind of... of hilarious. This is this is Kaylen and I live in Omaha, Nebraska. So I'm, I'm dead center in the middle
1: of the United States. Becky, where are you at? I'm in Goodyear, Arizona, which is just west of Phoenix. Awesome, and, and, and Amy,
3: where? And I am in Sarasota, Florida. I love it. Well, I'm
0: on, I'm on the other end of the country over in California. So I love that this technology and the mission that you have and my mission to support you as well can all come together and be here today. So I know we have three ladies on the line. I'm used to just talking to one at a time. Um, who, who would like to share with us more about what, Up, what Women Up International is?
3: If okay, you us
2: start and talk? You
0: don't tell us again;
2: we won't answer. So you just say go, and you point to okay. what
1: we <laughs> okay. we'll answer. <since> okay. Okay. What's Becky's name? Was thrown out there. <laughs> Becky. Okay. Um, women Up is about supporting and building women up to to realize that they can live vibrantly happy lives. Despite and in spite of anything they've gone through, either from childhood or from you know as as adults with domestic violence or any other kind of abuse, we feel that abuse is abuse. It doesn't matter what kind of abuse it is, and um, we find that so many of us, when we've gone through things, that sometimes it weighs really, really heavy um, on our hearts and minds. It it takes away the enjoyment of life, Uh, and so we have we've all three of us have been on our own journey still for some of us going still going through part of the journey and we have realized and we've come to the point where we have we realize the sacredness of life and and also the mission that we have to to spread the message that you know what life is short be sure to enjoy the moments and and increase your vibrational frequencies, be in joy of life because because of the fact that life is short. But it comes down to really, when it boils down to it, it's about taking our power, because so many times when we've been in abusive situations, our power has been taken from us. And it's it's about standing up, speaking up, claiming our, discovering what our own inner truth is, and then living that. So that's, that's pretty much what we're about.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that you said the sacredness of life. It sounds mm. like you really have chosen to, I mean, that just paints the picture of how you chose to transcend your situation because life was more important to you.
1: You know, it was for me, it was um, it was many, many years. I was 60 years old before I finally decided, I just can't live this way anymore. It was a lot of life situations and my abuse started when I was very, very young. And wow. so, uh, you know, I was at four years old on the streets of Los Angeles. I tried to, tried to run away from oh. my family, and and I don't even know why at four I had made that decision because something had to have been gone going on long before four, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so, uh, but then I grew up with it. Um, it just. When we grow up in that type of a situation, and it wasn't just sexual abuse, it was physical abuse, it was mental abuse. Mm-hmm. Um when you grow up into that, when you you become an adult, you seem to, that's all you know. so you attract this very same thing into your life. And when I finally got to the point where I said, you what, I you know, I made, had made a lot of good decisions throughout my life, but I was still um, experiencing bouts of where I would get into depression and different things that were going on. And I decided I didn't like that anymore. And so I actually sat down and, and wrote my story and published it and became an international bestseller with it. And my life has just transformed from that. And because it seemed like in writing my story, I was able to create a new story for myself. And it just kind of released all that stuff that was hanging over to me, over me. And from then, my goodness, it's not even been a, a full year since I published. Um, but the, the transformation, not only for me, but the, people, the amazing people I've met has been absolutely incredible. And that's how I met these other two ladies that are on the phone today.
0: Wow, that's amazing, Becky. Congrats on writing your story and and all that's flowed in for you since then. That's beautiful. Thank you. Kaylin, would you be open to sharing some of your story with us? Absolutely.
2: Um, mine is, is a little bit, well, mine's different. I guess, you know, really all of ours is different. Um, when I was uh, a little girl, my, my abuse was such that I had been sexually molested by um, uh, an extended family member from the ages of five to eight years old, and not knowing what that was, but then growing up in a home where there was a lot of verbal abuse. There was a lot, and it was just it was just one of those things that was just tiring. But I also have been the type of person where I'm, like, going to be kind of um, my own individual. I've always kind of walked to my own beat. And I remember being very young, making a choice when I I had gone to a grocery store, and the lady behind the cookie behind the bakery counter, she asked if I could have a cookie. Uh, my mom and and so she gave me a cookie, and I was four years old. And I turned and I said, "Thank you so much." And I'll never forget this, and it has just shaped my life ever since then. She says, "I've never heard a child that young say thank you before." At a very young age, I was impressed upon what it means to be thankful and grateful. And that has been literally my mantra ever since I was four years old. And so I've always been very conscious of really being thankful and grateful. And I, I honestly know that because of that, it has helped me to look at experiences in my life and ask the question, What am I to learn from this experience? What am I to learn now? What lesson am I being taught that is going to help me be better? And I have to say that this experience tonight is reminding me again exactly of what we're about at Women Up International. It's not about me. It's not about Becky. It's not about Amy. It's about how we are literally able to get out of our own ways and be able to serve the women who really need us. Yeah. Who really, who are in pain. Yeah. And we right. have that ability to bring that to them.
0: You do. You guys are, are it's, it's very evident how powerful the three of you together Already are, and so it's really exciting to see the things that you've already put out there to support women on their journey. And that takes a lot of courage for for each of you to have gone through your own your own situation. And uh, I mean, it's you don't go from A to B in you know an instant. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the middle. And so I applaud I applaud all three of you. We're going to talk to Amy in a moment as well. But it, absolutely, it takes a lot of courage to say I'm going to choose something different and. And I do want happiness, and I'm going to move forward. So that that was awesome that you shared how gratitude, um, wow, not only has it been a huge thing for you, but it sounds like you really impressed upon the lady in the shop, um, just the value of gratitude and, and made an impact with her. So thank you for sharing all that, Kaylin. My
3: pleasure.
0: Yeah. Amy, I would love to hear more about your story. I know yours is a little different, and... Um, would you be open to sharing that with us?
3: Absolutely. Mine's, a, mine's um, you know, we all have, our, as the lady said, you know, we all have our own pain as a result of what we've been through. And it's how we decide we're going to process that experience. So, actually, I had a very, I, I'm actually a California girl, and, and I raised my children here in South Florida. Well, now Sarasota, but I raised them in South Florida and um, had a thriving career for 50 years. And basically I married somebody and I married him too quickly. And I ended up in a domestic violence situation where he attacked me. He's a former police officer and coming from a little town called Brentwood where laws changed because of a certain situation in Brentwood, California. Um, I didn't know that in domestic violence, somebody has to get arrested. And my former cop uh, husband knew when I went and called 911 that that somebody was going to go to jail. It wasn't going to be him. So after having a tremendous reputation and doing the L.A. thing and having a spectacular life and wonderful children, I found myself in jail, accused with a second-degree felony assault with a deadly weapon, which is run under manslaughter. And when I got out, it was. I used to watch Dateline and Cops because I didn't believe things like that existed. It's actually kind of humorous. But, you know, when I got out, the one thing I did, and maybe it's a good thing, my life was so naive, I guess, and, and sheltered, I said, despite everything, I said to my lawyer, do not ever offer me a plea. I will never take a plea. And he looked at me like I was crazy. He said, do you know you're facing 15 years in prison? And I said, I don't care what I'm facing. I know my truth, and I will prove my truth. And essentially, it it came down to my offering a polygraph, the state, you know, looking at it and saying, oh, she didn't do this. Shocker. Um, And... The thing that's been really interesting with me is when I met Becky and Kaylin. I started a website called Raising Awareness for the Innocent when my situation was over. And I did it because I felt like after I went through what I went through, as much money as I spent to defend myself, I thought, what about all these people that have children and years and years with their predator and they're stuck because they can't get out or they're arrested and they can't afford to defend themselves. And, you know, my heart really kind of came out. The other thing that happened for me was my lawyer, I'll never forget, he said to me, you need to be under the radar. And I looked at him and I just said, I've never been under the radar and certainly I'm not going to let somebody's lies define who I am because uh, that, that 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 that's not going to happen. In fact, it made me even more ambitious and more successful. Even though I'd go home and cry at night, I was not going to let this person destroy me and what I created. Um, so I ended up getting introduced to Becky through one of the people on my website. And when I met Becky and Kaylin, they had already evolved. Like Becky had written a book called "We Choose to Thrive" about thirty women and i just i was amazed by their stories and i thought you know even though i'm doing this raising awareness for the innocent i need to help other people learn how to overcome and embrace themselves and learn how to and mine was very different because it was public um you know my mugshot the public and that's a whole different uh, experience because you can't keep it quiet it's it's there and you have to learn how to live in that space but to embrace it and say, you know what, what am I going to take from this? And failure is not an option, and my truth to compromise that is not an option. So how can I help other women? And it was through Becky and Kaylin and and the idea of Women Up International that I came and we ended up having together to collaborate on this exciting, unbelievable, hopefully life-transforming for many women who have no place to turn at this point. So
0: it's been very, it's an evolution, if you will. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And Amy, I'm curious, for you and your story, You, it, it sounds like, you know, I hear a lot of strength that came out of your your story and how you choose, chose to move forward and failure wasn't an option, but was there a period where you weren't, you didn't quite recognize yourself because you had, you know... W- you know that happened later in your life you had the you that you knew before that incident and then you had the you that came out afterwards was there a transformation that took place somewhere in the middle there
3: you know that's a really good question i'm glad you asked i you know the answer is unequivocally yes and and i joke and i say you know i grew up in a bubble you know brentwood and, and pacific palisades and beverly hills and i really didn't go past beverly hills growing up and you know, this if somebody had said this would happen to me, I would have said no, no, no. You're confusing me with somebody else. It doesn't happen to me. And and so for all those years leading up to my incident, I was very clear about who I was. I mean, I was single for many years, and I'd go on a date, and, I, and I'd know that you know I'm this this you know I do real estate development, and I accomplish this and this and this. And I knew who I was. I was very secure in everything that I'd done. And so when this happened, and unfortunately technology is so scary, my ex-husband sent my mugshot to many people in my business. So I had to confront it head on. And all of a sudden now it became, you know, if you Google search somebody, look up their name, you can see a mugshot. So all of a sudden, the life that I knew before, where I didn't really care what people had to say about me, I knew who I was. Now, all of a sudden, it was such a public um, stoning, if you will, where I just had to say, I have two choices here. You know, I'm going to have to embrace this new person because there's a new story, but it's how I embrace it that's going to define my well-being and how I'm going to take this lesson that, that that was brought into my life for a reason and let me tell you i i got my when they did the, my null process they gave a null process and and that's basically they didn't have enough evidence they agreed that i didn't do it you know i'm the one who went storming into the state attorney's office so uh, i'm not the one who's going to sit back and ever let somebody um try to to ruin who i am but unfortunately you know our system's pretty broken, and that didn't go over very well. They're all kind of interconnected, so you know I had to choose: am I going to be in a in an angry place or in a happy place? And and try to embrace this. But yes, it it has been it has been really a, a very difficult. I mean, even my children have said, "Oh my gosh, who are you?" You know, you used to be a Barbie doll and now you're like this real person and, and, and there's an authentic person behind all of that. You know, when, you know, you know, real estate and reality TV shows, I mean, you know, you're, hi, here I am. But I, I, all of that, the former person I was did get stripped. And, um, and honestly, I think I'm a better person for having gone through it because I think a lot of people go through life unaware of the depths of, of, of what other people go through. And until you yeah. go through, you cannot show the compassion that's needed. And that's why I was so excited with with these ladies to come in and say, this is a situation I can reach people that would never ever be exposed to this and, and right. really have compassion.
0: What I love is each three of you ladies, you're these beautiful, strong, you can just tell you have beautiful hearts. Um, You're these, you know, three beautiful, strong women. And looking at each of you, I would never guess. And I don't think anyone would guess, you know, the things that you've gone through. And so it is really empowering and inspiring to hear your stories. And so, Kaylin, I'm wondering, you know, when I first met you, I met Kaylin first of these three ladies. And I was just so taken back by just this beautiful, bright, shining light that Kaylin is. She's just so... Oh, just, you know, I don't even know if I can put it into words, but those people that they you, you feel safe with, you know that you're loved and they support you and they're your go-to people, she's kind of become one of those for me in my life, and to know that you've had such, you know, just an awful experience in your life and have come out on the other side of it. Caitlin, I'm wondering, you know, what was that like for you? How did you go from where you were to where you are today?
2: Oh, first off, I have to let our audience know that Kim O'Neill is my Kimmy. She is (laughs) one of the most amazing women, and I feel so blessed to... um, to definitely have her in my life as well. So, Kim, the feeling is beyond mutual, my sweetheart. Oh, so,
0: Okay, big hug,
2: big hug. <laughs> big hug, big hug. I feel it. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, yes. it's interesting because, you know, as we, we go through so many crappy experiences in our lives. I mean, let's just be honest. Every person is going to go through crap. And, um... <laughs> I, I just I look at where I'm at now and I see that it seems like my life has been, and I would bet every person has been this way too, our lives are these roller coasters. They go up and they go down and they go up and they go down and it's about coming up on top every time when we're in those down lonely moments and those down lonely moments are really painful but there's lessons to be learned in those moments even though we don't want to hear that or, or experience something like that. And, and I have to look back because out of, whenever anyone has any type of abuse, and, and Becky is known for saying this beautiful quote, we just don't know how it's going to color our world. We just don't know what those effects are going to be as we navigate the rest of our lives. How is it going to affect us? How is it going to affect our children, our spouse? the people that we interact with because there's this there's this view of life that has now happened. And so when we go through this, I, I look at my life and, and I see where I thought at one point, um, I thought I had everything all in place and only to find out, this is later on in life, that I thought I, I could literally see my pathway completely clear for what I was going to do for the rest of my life only to have it be taken away And realized that that I would then be experiencing anxiety to such a degree that, that, you know, abuse spawns all different kinds of um, mental illnesses, mental um, instability. And anxiety spun out for me. And I was literally, for about 18 months, I couldn't work. I had been diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and I could not. I couldn't get out of bed for 18 months. I couldn't function. I couldn't work. I, it was just, for me, it was a living hell. And it's interesting because this is literally in the later part of my life. Um, but all of that, it's all connected together. And it's about how do we get out of these things. And I, I just know, just know that the human spirit is really a force for good, it's unconquerable. When we really stop and say, as Becky said just a moment ago, as Amy has said, I choose something better. I was looking for something. I was pleading for something. I knew that there was by far more in me than what I was experiencing in my life at the time. And I knew that there was something that I needed to do and be able to bring myself into a place that would allow me to experience that and, and rising up slowly, you know, getting out of that, the, uh, the anxiety, I still experience it, but it's nothing like it was before. I've, you know, learned many tools and all this kind of stuff, but the more that I choose to be happy, the more consciously choose, the more I feel that I am I'm stronger and I'm able to to really get through the yucky times and, and I just we just got to do it because I don't think we all really understand the capabilities that we have as human beings I mean, we're very powerful when we stop and take a look at who we really are and what we're made of and and that we're that we're pure energy that we're source energy and that we have the ability because we have the gift of choice and the gift of thought to make these choices, we literally can change our entire world and make it be something better. And and I know that because I've experienced it in my life, and I've seen so many other people experience it. I've seen my clients experience it, and it is just just—it's phenomenal.
0: Absolutely. Well, and that, you know, I'm thinking of my own experiences in life, too. I know a lot of times when you know, we go through something that was painful and we, we believe that we're making the decision to move forward, we want to choose joy, we want to, you know, we're not going to settle for a life that we don't love, that somewhere in the mix in there, we're mm-hmm. kind of being held back and maybe it's because we're actually avoiding something, something that's part of the healing process. Uh, this question is just coming up for me because I'm wondering if maybe any of you have something to share on that. Is, did, have you experienced mm-hmm. that or found, found that to be true? I
3: can I. Speak, uh, th- this is Amy. I think that you know it's, it's a relevant question. That you know I have to tell you Kim, That is a really interesting question because mm-hmm. when I met Becky and Kaylin, I decided that I was only going to be in a life of positivity, mm-hmm. and this was where I belonged. And on and on, and and through our journey, we've met a lot of really. Amazing women, amazing, amazing women, women who have gone through abuse and became lawyers because of it. There was cyber stalking, wrote books on it. And, you know, really interesting. And I spoke to a woman, I don't know, about three months ago I met, and she's a lawyer, and she, she actually was a domestic violence uh, survivor. And we started talking, and I told her about Women Up. She said, well, where, did you get your justice? Did he go to jail? Did What happened to him? And we really started talking about the other part. And um, basically, I, I said, you know what? And she goes, if you don't try and make this right, like, oh, you know, I went to the state attorney's office and they kind of like were, they didn't know what to do with me because I, I was pretty, you know, on point with the things. I could be a lawyer, I think. And I decided that I needed to pursue the, my justice. Even if it turns and the doors are slammed in my face, I need to show that I have the strength not to be silent because we're told, move on with your life, you got off. And I say, well, what did I get off of? I called 911. What what exactly did I get off of? My mugshot went up. So, yeah, you know, there are things that are unresolved and we do have to embrace those too. But it's how we in what light we do it, that's going to be more impactful versus the place like Kaylin and Becky will tell you that I met them and I was like, I'm taking down the world. (laughs) Don't don't mess with me. Go ahead. No, I I guess I was going to say, you know, it was very, uh, Becky and I were talking yesterday and I said, you know, this just kind of evolved recently where I said, I need to pursue this, and I've got, you know, the Coalition of Domestic Violence, and I'm talking to now, and, you know, I'm going to the venues that I need to go to, and if I have to go knock on the president's door, I'll do that, because people are afraid to speak up. And so, yes, to answer your question, we do, for me anyway, there's unsettled things that I need to settle in order for me to be authentic to the people that I'm helping. Because if I just act like, well, you know, I got off and everything is great, then I'm not being authentic. I'm being inauthentic. And I think that will damage me more as a, in my soul if I don't at least try to get the justice that our right. Constitution allows.
0: Oh, well, thank you everything. for sharing that with us. Because I, I know that... Um, what was I just going to say? Yeah, I I know that sometimes when I've thought... Or maybe people have told me, oh, you need to deal with this, or you need to process this. And I'm thinking, what are they talking about? No, I don't. Um, or are some things I'm just not <laughs> even aware of. <laughs> um, sometimes, you know, it, we cannot even be aware of certain things until they just somehow keep showing up. And I used to think in the past that, well, if I if I look at that, if I focus on that, if I spend time on that, then I'm going to get stuck there. And that's not where I'm headed. I'm headed somewhere else. And mm-hmm. I I had to learn that, no, choosing to look at something does not mean you're going to stay stuck there. It's just needing to be recognized, acknowledged, processed, however you want to think about it. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be, you know, another 5, 10 years of your journey. It could literally mean like a minute, it might mean a day, maybe a week or so, you know, like it, it can be a shorter amount of time, but once we just choose to do that, then we can release it and it helps us to move forward even that much quicker. That's what I found.
1: You know, I found that when, once I, I had the courage to stand up in front of a room full of people and say, this has been my experience. What amazed me was the number of women who, have experienced the same thing. Because when you're in a situation like that, you often feel like you're the only one. There's, yeah. Nobody else has gone through this. You don't realize it. And you're, for those uh, domestic violence and childhood sexual, uh, sexual abuse or any kind of abuse um, from childhood, you're ashamed. You're, you have fear, you have all these different emotions that constantly just come into place. And when you can span in front of a room and say, you know this is my story. And when I was writing my book, I found out what the statistics are and they're pretty disgusting. It's one in three women, one in five men. Um, wow. And we don't we don't even know how accurate though that is and probably it's way worse than that. Because there's so many, I suspect, have gone to their grave, keeping deep, dark secrets. Mm-hmm. and And the the thing is is that when you stand in a room and you look around the audience and you see the tears start to flow, you see the the change in expression on on faces, because you know you're hitting home with the message that that you're speaking of, then you realize that it's time for change in yeah. our world. It is time to change this tide and to make the awareness that we can heal. We can take the necessary steps. And for for women like what Amy's gone through, and we've met so many um, in similar situations, in those instances, it's a continuing battle. They still have to face those and still go on and fight the fight. For others, The fights over they've gotten away from the situation but it's still it's still it goes into the very fiber of their being it's it it still colors their world way too much and they're still not living vibrant and happy lives and that's the message that that we are bringing is that (laughs) we are we want to lock arms we want to spread the it's we have our million women message movement we want to share the 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 message that we can vibrantly thrive it cannot be done if we don't break this break if we are not breaking the silence you know we have to share this message and let the, let others know they're not alone yeah. and together we can lock arms and work with each other and and heal from it and realizing that there's an amazing support system out here You know, and most of us don't know that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people suffer in silence and we're too afraid to reach out to others because we don't want them to know what we've experienced. Um, And lo and behold, if we shared a little more, we might Mm -hmm. actually find out that they experienced it too
1: or something similar. I've mm-hmm. always said I don't hold a corner on the market. I don't think I have worse abuse and there's no comparing mine's, mine's worse than yours or or anything like that because that's not what the point is. That right. is we, it's not about comparing and it's not about well you, you know, I didn't get go through near as much as you did or vice versa. That's not what it's about. It's about okay, let's let's take care of ourselves and let's heal. You know, Absolutely. And let's spread this word, you know, because the more we can do that, it's going to change not only you as a person, it's going to change how your family, they see a change in you and that starts to make a change in them and then our community and then our world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it vibrates out. It's just, you know, just what happens when you start to take action and then you share with others. Awesome. Well,
0: Becky, would you share with the audience how they can find out more about you and about Women Up and then we're gonna go ahead and take a break and come back and hear all the wonderful things that you are
1: you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> well Women Up International, we we do have a website that has just got going, but we also have a very I have an um, facebook group that is women up international uh that we it's actually a page and then we also have some side groups that are just for for women where we don't let just anybody in we want to you know we don't want tons and tons of people in there that have are just there to pray or whatever, you know, uh, P R E Y, not P R A Y Um You know, because I, I when I wrote my book, uh, The Woman I Love, um I started a Facebook group, and it was just for women. And I have had probably, uh, and I and I understand that men have gone through these things too. But I've had an awful lot of men ask to join the group. And so, in, oh, wow. in in helping women to to have the bravery and the courage, sometimes they just need that safe environment of women. Yes, <laughs> so that's what we're taking. And we don't we are acknowledging that men are men have gone through horrible things too, and and we acknowledge that. We are working with women, you know, at this point. And we also have, in fact, I'm meeting with a gentleman this next week that that has been a leader um, for men. And Awesome. Because, like, I think men need a men's voice. A yes. man's voice um, and the, a man's strength. And, and so it's not saying that the guys out there haven't themselves gone through terrible things. But where we are, where our strength is, is working with women.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm looking at that page right now. And so anyone who wants to check out Women Up International while we go to a break, you can go to facebook.com forward slash WomenUp International. And we will be right back. Stay right there. We're going to hear more about all the awesomeness that Women Up has to support you as you move forward. So stay right there. Do you have a published book that never reached its bestseller potential? Are you working on a book or ebook you hope to publish soon? Do you have a book locked inside waiting to release your message to the world? Go to mybestsellerbook.com. My Bestseller Book will launch your book to a guaranteed bestseller status. Learn more at mybestsellerbook.com. Sometimes we wish we could practically do nothing and still feel better. Guess what? You kinda can. When you schedule a Reiki or guided meditation session, you can just be and receive and allow the energy to shift. There's relief. These energy sessions can be done alone or combined with a coaching session. Find out more at kimonealcoaching.com and click on the energy work tab. No matter how your life looks today, your possibilities are endless. You deserve all the joy, peace and excitement in life that you desire. Life doesn't come with a manual and that's why personal coaching is so awesome. Moving forward is easier, creating a new reality for yourself, healing your mind and body. It's all possible. Visit KimO'NeillCoaching.com today to learn more and schedule your free consultation.
1: What books are you reading? Are you ready for a must-read? Winner of the inspirational Book of the Year Award and international bestsellers, Dare to
0: Dream, This Life Counts by Debbie Dashinger, as well as the acclaimed Wisdom to Success,
1: The Surefire Secrets to Accomplish All Your Dreams. Buy the books from Amazon today. U.S. Book Review and Writer's Digest said these are critics' picks by Debbie Dashinger, Dare to Dream and Wisdom to Success, contain gems to live your life by.
0: Are back. You're listening to Every Day is a New Day, and I am your host, Kim O'Neill, today with three amazing ladies who are the face of Women Up International. And so we were, we were talking about your stories, each of you have a very powerful story that goes deep, and how you came out on the other side, and I know we only scratched the surface of, of that for each of you, um, but you guys are now, you have all come together, and you now have a mission. Your Million Women Message Movement, and would one of you? Let's see. Should I choose someone? Um, let's see. Kaylin, would you like to share with us more about what that mission is about, and what you are you know doing what, to help folks?
2: That is just so exciting that you asked me to share that because you know we've we've really focused on this, and and I and I really want to say that we've we've really tightened it up, and this is really what our mission is about. Our mission is about breaking the rules that we've been told over and over again because they're false. We we, we don't have to be alone. We need to be able to, to be who we are to live a beautiful and happy life. So it's about breaking the rules. It's about breaking the silence and opening up and speaking up. And it's about breaking the cycle of abuse. And we're, we're completely focused on those three things, breaking the rules, breaking the silence, breaking the cycle to live vibrantly and to be the vibrant woman we know that is already within us that just needs to emerge. And and that's really that focus is is to break all of those things and to know that we have that ability to do so.
0: Wow. And, and that message. And you guys, I think you've created some, some programs. Is that correct?
2: You know, one of the things that I'm, that, uh, super excited about that uh, Becky and I were able to do here a little while ago is we have a, a four-part free video series about shedding the victim mentality and when you go to our Facebook page, you're able to see on the um, left column, it's going to say a free four-part video series. By clicking on that, um, we're just so excited. Because we go through and we talk about the different areas where we get hung up about not being able to shed that victim mentality and so we encourage and invite anyone who is really stuck right now to, to know that there's this free resource that we'd love to have you go and, and uh, tap into as to how to shed that victim mentality because the beginning of that is where you start to really claim your power. and We feel like we've lost our power. Um, And we may, you know, women, anyone who's been in an abusive situation may not even realize that they have power to begin with. And this is about waking, literally waking ourselves up to the fact that we have power. And that we may have very unconsciously been giving it away to our perpetrators to our family, to our friends, to our community, to situations, experiences, the abuse, whatever that has been, but we can we can own it again and we can claim it. Because when we stand in our full authentic power, it's when we are able to make a change in us internally that affects our external world. So we definitely Absolutely. invite you to click through there and take a look at that. That's one of the things I know that
0: It sounds like you guys are creating a fantastic support system for women who, you know, may not have that support just naturally in their life to help them move forward.
2: Absolutely. And one of the other things that we've got um, is we have our community, we have a little membership program. We have a membership program where um, women can come in and we've got the support there. They're able to be in a safe space. Um, They're able to, it's a community that we've created. Where they can come in and know that that we're there um, to help, love, support, uh, teach, coach, um, train, do whatever it is we can to help them continue to move on. Becky, you wanted something to to add to that. I just uh, heard you there. Go ahead.
1: The other thing that we that we've been doing. This is Becky. Um, is that when I first published my book. Uh, I started meeting women just all over the place that had gone through, from all over the world, actually, that had gone through the similar experiences. And so I I came up with the idea to, to create a project that has been really successful. We've done one book project called We Choose to Thrive. And that book has—it uh, was published. There was thirty authors, thirty women. Each had a chapter that told their stories. And the questions that were asked in the book, because each one was interviewed and um, told their story, but we did not spend a lot of time on what the abuse was. I allowed a little bit of time to say, kind of, well, this is what happened, but it was more on what is it, what things that they do to begin their healing process what resources did they tap into, and what would they say to somebody that's just starting that journey. And so from that, we became international bestseller. We did, on on the launch date for the book, we did um, live Facebook uh, interviews. We had took all the women that were in the book and divided them into groups and then did interviews together. On, on Facebook Live, and the response, the views was well, oh, it was just absolutely amazing the number of people that were viewing and watching that. So we know what we're saying is resonating. So we're just starting the next book, the um, um, second book in that series. On we, choose, we choose to thrive, and it's our message that goes out to, to all abuse survivors that they too can, can to make that choice. So it's been an amazing process to see, and what we've seen from the women that were in that book and the changes that it's made in their lives since then, it's pretty amazing. Wow. Wow. You know, it, you know, I wanted
0: to ask you earlier, Becky, you you mentioned a lot about writing and how it helped you to, to heal. Was there anything else that really helped you to be able to heal and move forward?
1: You know... It's, it's been a process. And, you know, for me, writing was good, but also having just having the courage to just say, you know, not hide it anymore. Yeah. Um, and stand up and, you know, have a voice and understand that I was worth a lot, you know, that, that you know, it isn't the same, the story that constantly ran, ran through because I was always told I was ugly, stupid, and I would never make it in the world. Wow. And, and I... In discovering, even though you know deep down that that's not the truth, but when you hear it often enough that you kind of, it kind of goes with you. And so from that, you know, what I've discovered when I started interviewing all these other women, and honestly, each one that I interviewed, I learned so much from. Because for some, it was not writing, that it was their thing. So for some, it's dance, for some, it's art. Some, you know, there's no one way to heal. Right. And, and, and there's a combination. It could be any combination of different things. The biggest thing is to start listening to your heart. You know, uh-huh. start listening to those those inner ru- murmurs that are going on inside you that tells you there's something far more than this and and listen to what really resonates for you because my way was writing, but that doesn't mean that's the only way there's right. many different ways and for some it means finally having the courage to just stand up and speak up. You know?
0: Yeah, it sounds like you're really you're talking about expressing the energy, letting the energy get out of outside of you, so it's not just bottled up inside of you. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Amy, I'm wondering how about you? Were, what tips do you have for women to be able to you know, to be able to move forward and find, you know, find courage so that they can feel better. And, you know, and I guess where this is coming from actually. So it's something Becky was just saying is, you know, you might go through this victimization from another person. And then when that's done, you might still have, you know, the the words that you heard still playing in your head. And so now there's not this other person, but it's just happening within you. And, and so Becky shared a lot of great tips about writing, dancing, art. And I'm wondering if Amy, do you have any other tips about how to be able to stop that voice inside your head so that you can move forward? Um, you
3: know, I think Kim, for me, what was really cathartic uh was when I started my website, which has fifty one thousand people on it. And Interacting and starting conversations that were very compelling, uh, similar to Becky. You know, finding your voice and being able to talk, and 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 not pointing fingers, but take some, you know, look looking internally and saying, I need to self love. I need to self heal. I need to learn. I think really the most prolific thing I learned was to how how to forgive. You know, when you go through something so traumatic, you have to learn to forgive that which you can never change. The only thing you can change is what is ahead of you and in front of you. So, for my, for me, and and again, it was it was a one incident. Um, that was a very life-altering incident. Um, but for me, it was, um, I guess even writing, I guess, like Becky said, but really it was helping other people. That was where I found the most um, healing was hearing other people's strengths and actually, as I said over and over again, Becky and Kaylin, I mean, I I truly look at them and say, my goodness, if I met them and I didn't know their story, I would never ever, as you said, you know, you wouldn't expect it. And I just was so moved by them. So I think you know like i said for me it was it, it's been having a voice not letting the system for me silence me and learning to self-love regardless of everything else just learning how to embrace yourself and say it's, i'm going to be okay and it will be okay and learning that there's other people in the world that can help you absolutely
0: kaylin did you have anything you wanted to add to that
2: um, you know, I'm, I really believe a lot in that writing portion. Um, Amy is, uh, she's writing her book, and I'm in the process of writing my book as well. And I'm just so grateful that you phrased it. It's about, it's about getting that energy that's literally built up inside of us, knotted up inside of us, and it has to get out one way or another. Serving other people, for me, um, I developed a coaching program. Um, And that came from the lessons of my life and the the abuse and the anxiety and, and all of these things and to see women now having this opportunity and serving them and loving them and helping them go through their transformation has just, it's been one of my greatest healing gifts because I find that when I serve them, I seem to glean so much more. And, and I am put back into perspective every single time. And so not only writing, but for me, as Amy has said, too, and Becky has said, is, is serving others and really being able to, um, to see what I can do to help ease that pain and suffering.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, there's such value in connecting with others and, you know, reaching out and that's why it's you know it's like it can be easier to sort of spiral downward if we yeah. just sort of seclude ourselves and and don't really share with others in our life or just in the world that's when i've if in times when i've really wanted to needed to feel better and there's nothing else that's working it's like you know what go help someone go help someone and yeah it's just becomes a lot easier to feel better a lot
1: quicker (laughs) i wanted to to tap into something that that amy said and it's the forgiveness factor yeah the forgiveness is something you do for yourself you it you know whether anybody else knows about it it's irrelevant the fact of the matter is sometimes we have to forgive ourselves too um, that's probably first and foremost, but even forgiveness of of the situation, the other person, all all those factors, we do it. It's a very selfish motive. It we do it for our own healing. We do it for ourselves. Yeah,
0: I think sometimes people automatically assume that if I'm going to forgive someone, that means what they did was okay. But I no. I agree. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. No, it does not mean that. It does not mean that at all. It, it means that choosing, like Becky was saying, you do it for yourself. It's I see it as a form of choosing you. And by choosing you, um, you know, sometimes we have to release things and these situations that can happen in our lives, trauma, victimization, can just sort of take on a life of its own if we allow it to continue to stay there and just sort of be this big thing, but I think when you're right, we when we forgive, then it's kind of like saying, "Okay, our journey's done, and I'm I'm moving forward from this."
1: Well, otherwise, well, it, just said, eat, it just eats was, you. Go ahead. Was that I was Amy?
3: Say, yeah, it was both Becky and I speaking at the same time. I apologize. Um, somebody said something to me, and and it was in it was a, a retreat I went to. I went to uh, somewhere, and. They said, "What do you need to forgive?" And I said, "Well, where do you want to start?" You know, we got the police department, we got the state attorney. And she looked at me. She said, "Do you understand forgiveness is?" And this really hit home. The only person that doesn't forgive becomes a prisoner of their own, you know, experience. You can never change what happened, the way it happened, what transpired the night that you got arrested, the night that stops the QA, you will never change that. So when you learn to let go and forgive that which you cannot change, you let go of being a prisoner of being in that space of oh my goodness this I, 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 how do I, how do I deal with this? because once you realize that you you don't need to anymore and you're really able to release the past doesn't mean that you're going to forget but you're able to say you know what i can't change it and the only one it's affecting is me and how do i heal me and that's that is just to me it hit home it was you know we're forgiving so we can no longer be prisoners of our own situation i love that That was thing.
0: yes absolutely well we are, we are winding down the show already. I knew it was going to go by quickly with four of us on the line at the same time. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I would absolutely love to keep talking, but as you know, we need to go ahead and wrap it up. Is there anything extra that you ladies would like to share with the audience?
3: You
2: Becky? i for our event coming
0: up. Oh, your event, tell us, please tell us about your event.
2: Um, we're going to be having one before the end of the year, and we're super excited. But we're just going to just keep you uh, waiting for just a little bit because we are just so excited about the, the unveiling that we're going to be having. So just keep your posted.
0: Okay, so that sounds like that sounds like if you want to find out more, go to Women Up International's Facebook page because they've been sharing a lot of the stuff that they've already been doing right there. So again, women up international, and I, I want to Becky or Amy, was there anything extra either of you wanted to share before we we close
1: we aren't taking the the we choose to thrive the second in the series if there's um, people in the audience, women in the audience that that would like to participate we we are extending an invitation we Each book will have 30, the first one had 30, this one will have 30. And we'll be continuing on this series. And if you want, if you have a story to tell and have a voice and wanna have your voice heard, um, we invite you to join us.
0: Okay, and should they just send you a message on Facebook for that?
1: Yes, yeah. Okay,
0: okay, awesome. And Amy, were there any last words you wanted to share?
3: Use your voice. Don't let anybody tell you not to use your voice with whatever you're going through and And know that there's people that are that are there for you to support you and and women up international is a wonderful platform for women who really need that support and I think that is probably the um the one thing that I would advise anybody go to women up international and and feel know that you have a safe place to use your voice and be
0: heard mm-hmm. uh wonderful. I wholeheartedly second that about using your voice. Oh, well, thank you so much to all three of you for being here today and sharing your stories and what you're doing to really support, uplift other women who have been going through traumatic situations. And again, to find out more about Women Up International, you can go to Facebook.com/WomenUp, and I'll just want to emphasize that it's Women with an E, so W-O-M-E up international and if you'd like to find out more about me my coaching and the radio show you can go to Kim O'Neill coaching.com and that's K-I-M-O-N-E-I-L-L coaching.com and grateful for you being here keep moving forward if you have not found your tribe keep looking. women up is a fantastic organization that's just going to be so supportive and loving to all those who who join it. I know it and I know for myself you know not your tribe isn't always the people who are just in front of you. so keep looking put that that intention out there and you will meet them you will find them. they will find you it will happen. So keep going. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and until next time, Have a wonderful day. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you, Kim. Uh, Bye. Thank thank
3: you. You're welcome.